0: Welcome to Marketing for a Digital World, a podcast series introducing students to a variety of marketing professionals as they share practical career advice, examples, and stories from their careers to help students deepen their understanding of foundational marketing theory and practice. These episodes are hosted by British Columbia Institute of Technology professor Tracy Renzullo and are a key feature within the new interactive textbook of the same name authored by Scott Erickson the Charles A. Dana Professor and Chair of Marketing in the School of Business at Ithaca College. New podcast episodes are available for free each week during the 2022-23 academic year, providing listeners with thought-provoking and movement-enabling content that can be absorbed on the bus, at the gym, or walking between classes. Marketing for a Digital World is produced by Flip Learning, A publisher of exciting new books for undergraduates, authored exclusively by professors who have won major teaching awards. For more information about this new introductory marketing textbook, as well as our other titles, please click the link or go to fliplearning.com.
1: Your next role from Comcast was with J.P. Chase and you were vice president there. So talk to me about that um, promotion that you gave yourself, I guess. We're talking about sometimes you need to leave a company to get a promotion, right? Yes, yes. I did that a lot um, so far in my career. And sometimes that's what it takes. So at Comcast, I ended up in a part product part marketing role. And I really enjoyed the marketing piece, but I wanted to get focused more on the marketing strategy. And so that's why I moved on to Chase, because it was a purely marketing strategy role. The difference being I focused on high level why Why are we doing what we are doing? What are we doing? What are the business goals at the high level that marketing and what these campaigns and everything we do ladder up to? So at Comcast, I was still a bit in the execution and in the weeds and and building things out and making sure they go out on time and getting the right approvals and getting legal to sign up. And I wanted to step step away from that and focus on the strategy um, because that's where I, I felt I could really add the most value. And what was great about that role is that I actually could do that. And even though Chase is a big company, you're like, oh, Comcast is big, Chase is like, they're both big companies. The way the marketing team is structured so I was, I was on existing customer marketing, let's just put it that way, before I left Comcast in my like loyalty marketing role. And so that was a team of maybe 10, 12 people of all marketing related things for current customers. I go to Chase, marketing strategy for portfolio, which is current customers, it's two people, me and my boss. And so, again, big company, just different structure, different approach. And that was very obvious that I would have autonomy and room to be creative because it was on me to think through the strategy. And I wasn't just coming in to someone who's done it before and have it all figured out and has been doing it for 10 years the same way. I was really coming in as one of the first, my boss being the first person to really focus on this piece, but then me is like fully dedicated to the strategy. And so I came in, again, new industry, card is a bit different. There are nuances there, just like with any kind of new new company or new industry, and was I started in November and was told, "All right, what's the strategy for next year?" I was like, "What? I'm sorry, what?" Like, I just started. I don't know. Like, what? And so I, again, had to. I was head down. My my boss at the time kind of called it studying. He was like, "Oh, study the materials I sent you." I'm like, "Oh my God, I am back! I'm back in school. What's happening?" But I did. I read everything I could. I met with the key stakeholders to just get their lowdown and be like, what are you working on? What's that product? How do we help? How do we work together? And what do you need for me? I don't even know. And built out the strategy by looking at what exists today, because it's a big company. They didn't, you know, they're successful no matter what, right? They're so big, but there were initiatives and campaigns that were already kind of set or, we knew that we would participate in from a credit card perspective. Like we all want people to use the mobile app. We all want people to use their card. And so some campaigns were already pretty obviously on our our strategy for the year. But what I had to do was understand what the initiatives that are that exist, the card level, understand what our business goals are and see if there are any gaps there and fill in those gaps with new ideas for campaigns, new initiatives, um, maybe additional targeting behind existing campaigns to make sure they're more efficient or target the right customers. And so I was able to thankfully accomplished my goal of getting really into strategy, um, in, in that way. And again, figuring it out because that was my job, but also learning quickly and some of it, I had to trust my gut as a consumer and a customer and a target customer of a Chase Sapphire card. I like to travel. I have the preferred card, you know? So some of it was like, well, what would I want? Or what, how would I talk to myself or how would I wanna be spoken to as literally someone who might be in this marketing campaign um, based on these target target, based on this targeting. And so it took a bit of gut and intuition with learning and really some creativity to create that full strategy. And again, did not do it in a silo, brought in a lot of the stakeholders to make sure I was on the right track because I really wasn't sure, got leadership alignment and that's how I got to creating an actual strategy formally for the first time. Mm So it's interesting you talk about having a really great understanding of all of the things that you've done to lead up to that point, right? So having a full picture of the products, the company, what's worked, what hasn't worked, understanding those long-term goals. And then as you say, trying to fill that gap, figure out what it is that you need to do that maybe you haven't been doing or things that could be done better. Now, once you have that strategy identified, how do you then communicate it to the rest of the company? And how do you ensure that everything else that happens is in line with that strategic direction? By bringing people kind of along the process, like stakeholders, um, the, that's very vital so that it's not, so, you, so you're incorporating the right things. You, you are not gonna think of everything you don't really have to, as long as you bring in the right people at the right times, you can really consider all the things you should be considering. Mm -hmm. And so when it was a little bit more final, reconnected with the stakeholders, went over everything. And some of it was tracking what they're already doing. So it wasn't like, the strategy wasn't, this is what you need to do. To for us to be successful, for, for my card to be successful. It was, I'm aware of what you're doing. So understanding their role and how that obviously benefits us, but also getting their thoughts on what if we were to do something different? And what if we were to add this campaign? Is that something you guys think we could support? These This would be the goal of it. And the learnings from it would benefit us both. The, the nuance with Chase was that each capability had its own team. So the mobile app had its own team Mm -hmm. and contactless tapping to pay was another team and lending had a team for balance transfers, a different team for my chase plan, which is an option where you can pay for one specific transaction over time. So you can split up paying that transaction instead of in your monthly balance. And so all of those teams are hyper-focused on their product across all of card. And so part of it was a help me help you of you want more people to use contactless or use my chase plan and I want my card members to be more engaged in both of these areas because more the more you use contactless the more you spend the more engaged you are the more you use my chase plan we make (laughs) we make money off of you paying a little bit of interest instead of paying it all at once And so it was beneficial to get more people to engage, but I also had to make sure it was the right people, like my right Sapphire customers, which is where targeting and kind of like that segmentation Mm -hmm. and logic would come in. But it was a mutually beneficial strategy. It wasn't, you know here's what my plan is. I'm just letting you know, so you don't get mad. It was very much, you know, painting a picture of how both of our efforts kind of come together and can paint a full picture without any gaps. And so there were PowerPoint decks, which you need to know how to do. You need to be able to not only communicate well, via email and in person or verbally you also need to be able to put a deck together and maybe this is because i came from finance and now i'm in consulting which is all decks and a deck is a powerpoint document sometimes people have different terms for it but i had to put together slides that conveyed What's the purpose? What are our business goals for Sapphire? What is our portfolio like? What is our, what are are all those metrics and how can this strategy and these campaigns all come together to meet those goals? Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, a few meetings with the right people and documenting their feedback (laughs) so that, Everyone was kind of like, kumbaya, yes, you know, like this makes sense. And then we were able to focus on making sure that those
0: things got done.